Welcome back, everybody. It's Internet Marketing Secrets Unleashed, the LinkedIn version part two. Last time, we had the amazing, he's the nicest, friendliest, most positive guy on the earth and the most humble, Kevin Knebel. And I screwed up his name. And then even though I knew I screwed up his name, I then typed it wrong. And so... <laughs> and so he really is the nicest, friendliest, most positive guy on earth because anybody else that I had brutally, brutally destroyed their name that way, they would have uh, been out for blood. In fact, he would have cooked me in the Colorado mountains with uh, all the other poor, uh, poor people that had such a tough time out there. But fortunately, it's cooled down. I suspect some rains have come. The fires seem to be a little bit lower. And so he's agreed to join us once again. So, hey, Kevin, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Scott. Thank you very much. And don't worry about my name. After a couple of Merlots, I can't even spell it. <laughs> well, and, and I always tell people that uh, my, uh, my grandfather totally misspelled my name. So, not totally, but he did. It's not properly pronounced. And uh, <laughs> Uh, so that's part of the problem that I have with other people's names. I figure, you know, if I can't pronounce my name right, why should I be able to pronounce anybody else's? <laughs> uh, it's great to chat with you again. You are always a ball of fun. Thanks, Kevin. I'm really looking forward to this, too. I am, too. Uh, so we talked last time about LinkedIn, and there were some great, great uh, tips and ideas and, and stuff that goes on, uh, you know, that people should be doing in terms of LinkedIn. And I think you made a great point in the terms that, Compared to Facebook or, say, Twitter or any of the other social networks out there, LinkedIn is a business network. So the idea is if, you know, a lot of people will join business networks, social, uh, um, chambers of commerce, rotary clubs, all that sort of stuff for the purpose of networking and getting to know the business leaders in the community. And if you're doing that, why wouldn't you be on LinkedIn and doing the same thing there? And uh, and so that's one of the reasons why I'm so excited that, you know, that we've got a chance to talk about this for a few podcast episodes because I want to delve into it because I know it's an area that I've really neglected and I compare LinkedIn to Facebook a lot uh, simply because I see a lot of similarities and the, the fact of the matter is, is that I'm on Facebook more than I am LinkedIn. I'm more engaged on Facebook than I am on LinkedIn and of course that's, you know, it's like when you go to a a party on Friday night and you sit in the corner for four hours and you know kind of don't talk to anybody and don't look at anybody and then you wonder like why the party was so dull <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> nothing to do with the people at the party it has to do with how you reach out to them and of course that's a skill and one of the things that you said that I just love because I say it all the time too is when you're on when you're using tools like the internet it's high-tech so you need to have high touch, and that's really, really important in my opinion. So one of the ways that you can touch people is status updates. And so when I go on LinkedIn, I'm constantly you know, just, just quickly scanning through my, my feed, and if there's a few things that I think are nice, I click a little, a little like, or I might put a little comment, or there might be some stuff that's, that touches me even deeper, and I'll, you know, I'll get into a bit of a conversation with people and that sort of stuff. And I notice that I don't do that on LinkedIn. So, of course, I'm at my LinkedIn page, and I thought, well, why don't I do that? And so I'm looking at my status updates, and I have to say they're incredibly boring because Neil is now connected to Peter, and Agnes is now connected to Mary, and Rehan is now connected to Ahmad, 
and Glacier Media it posted a job I could be interested in. And so I'm thinking, well, I need to get out of the corner on LinkedIn and get a little bit more engaged because there's obviously very little going on in my status bar, which or my status page, which uh, which I think needs to change if I want to start making relationships with the, with the people that I'm connected with. Very good insight, Scott. <laughs> That's correct. And and everything that you're talking about here is really a networking conversation, not necessarily a social media conversation. Most of the most of the questions that people have about social media actually aren't social media questions. They're really networking questions once you figure out the basic functions of these different websites. You know, what happens when you push this button or crank this lever or turn this dial? Once you figure that out, then it really comes down to how do you interact with people? Do you add value? Do you create a top of mind awareness without ever being perceived as a stalker, spammer, or pest? And are you developing a no-like-trust reputation so that people want to do business and want to refer business to you? So I'm glad we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm really quite excited about it because one of the things that's happened since, since in the week <laughs> since we did our podcast is I'm noticing I'm having two or three people reaching out and connecting to me almost mm-hmm. daily. And mm-hmm. I've had a few people that have emailed me about building iPhone apps. That, uh, through LinkedIn, curious about you know what I'm up to and, and those sort of things. So I'm realizing that uh, you're beginning to show me how to tap into this rich vein of gold that uh, runs throughout the internet that has really been kind of ignored. So my question today really is: is how do we engage the people that we're connected to? And and the bro- I guess that would also mean a broader uh, group of people because I suspect that if I engage with people that I'm connected to, then some of the people they're connected to, but I'm not, may also become part of the conversation. Yeah, they probably will. That's true. In a more and more interconnected, over-caffeinated, hyper-competitive Mach 5 with your receding hairline on fire, Crackberry, Blackberry world, you never know where things are going to go. When you touch one person, that could go. And it's, it's that whole six degrees of separation kind of urban myth. And The more you play with social media, regardless of which platform it is, the more you realize that the world is actually much smaller than we were led to believe that it is. It's really only two or three degrees in a lot of cases. So I'm going to go back about 30 seconds to something you said about when people engage with you. Think about in the real world. If you and I, you meant you talked about earlier going to a party and sitting in the corner and then going home and thinking that it was a boring party, but in reality it was a boring party because you sat in the corner. Right. If you and I were at a party together and you walked up to me and you said, hi, my name's Scott, and I just looked at you and I just turned around and walked away, that would be very rude. You would never do that in real life. So when people ask me things like, Kevin, how should I be on social media? My answer is usually the same way that you would be in real life. So when these people are sending you a message or an invitation to connect with you on LinkedIn, and when you accept their um, connection request, do what most people never do. Most people just go on with their life. They click the accept button and they just go on with their life. That's like ignoring somebody at a cocktail party. Don't do that. I call that drive-by friending, drive-by liking, drive-by following, depending upon the social media platform. 
So in real life, you would say, well, hi, Scott, I'm, my name's Kevin. What kind of work do you do? How long have you been doing it? What'd you do before that? You know, and I could ask you any of a hundred different questions, which by the way, are all networking questions, not social media questions. And that starts a dialogue and it starts a friendship. It starts a relationship. So whenever somebody sends you an invitation to connect on LinkedIn, I would strongly suggest that on the desktop of your computer, you create a LinkedIn-related folder. And in that folder, create some simple templates that you can cut and copy and paste. So every time somebody sends me an invitation to connect on LinkedIn and I accept their invitation, I immediately send them back a message saying, hi, and I, put, I insert your name, hi, Scott. Thanks for connecting with me here on LinkedIn. I'm glad we can begin a mutually beneficial relationship. Here's a couple of links that might help you in some way, but enough about me. How may I help you? I'm all about paying it forward, and I'd like for you to make me prove it. And then I have all my contact information. But the one thing you got to be very careful on this is that message I send you, in no way am I trying to sell you something. That's not how you start a relationship. So when I've got links to some resources that'll help you, those are not links to things you can buy. They are links to resources that would help you in some way. And then I end with enough about me. I want to learn more about you. And I couldn't even tell you, Scott, over the last nine years of using LinkedIn, how many relationships that has opened up, how many opportunities, how many joint ventures, how many, but I, but I don't do it so that I'm trying to sell you something. I'm doing it just because I'm a nice guy sticking my hand out and I never know where the relationship is going to go. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's, that's great. And it's such a simple thing to do. It's just like you would do in the real world. Hey, thanks for, you know, thanks for coming up to me and sticking your hand out. My name's Kevin. What kind of work do you do? And that's, it's really, it's just opening up. I'm, you know, when, when you see in the tagline of my email that I'm the nicest, friendliest, most positive guy on earth and the most humble, I don't know if I really am, but people tell me I am. And really, all I do is I don't believe that there are any strangers. They're just friends that I haven't met yet. Now, does that mean that I'm naive that there's some really mean, nasty people out there? No, I'm quite aware that there are. I just They just kind of self-eliminate from my world because they can't stand to be around this much positivity. And that's okay. They, they need to go hang out with the negative people. So never, ever, ever pass up an opportunity on social media, this is a Kevinism, never pass up an opportunity to make something personal. Corporate America will teach you just the opposite. Don't make it personal. Or, or corporate Canada, corporate America, whatever your country yeah. is. Yeah. But it, it, corporate world will tell you, no, 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 don't make it personal. It's all business. But business is people. And people want to do business with real people, not stuffed shirts and sticky, you know, people that sound like they got corporate speak and they talk like a lawyer. So make it personal, make it friendly, and you'll find that most people will just flock to you because you're the real deal. You're not somebody with a hidden agenda that's trying to sell them something. You're being so sincere and so nice. So that's my long dissertation on when somebody sends you an invitation to connect with you on LinkedIn, make sure you send them a nice, polite, positive response back and open the door to a friendship. And when you do that, you will be absolutely amazed because you just moved from the 99% to the 1%. Correct. Because 99% of people, and that's absolutely true of me on LinkedIn and Facebook for that matter, 
is just, yeah, okay, accept, or, oh, this person. And some of them, actually, most of the people that I, I go to invite are people that I know, which is kind of interesting, I guess. There's the odd time when it's, it's someone that I, I would like to know, I guess. But most of the time when I see somebody that, oh, I know that person, then I'll just click and invite them. But I never really think of putting much of a – sometimes I'll put a little message in the invite, right? Remember we met and hiked around Stanley Park or put out a fire in Colorado last year or whatever it is. But, um, but most of the time after that, I don't really uh, – do much more. And as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking, you know, I've really wasted a lot of the relationships that I've had because I haven't really taken the time and the effort to just continue to, to develop them deeper than, and I'm not saying that necessarily in, in respect of, oh man, I could have done a whole bunch of work for this person and I didn't. I'm thinking it more in terms of just as you had said, you know, how can I help them or how can they, uh, you know, have a deeper relationship with me? One one of the that's a very good you actually you hit on a number of things in that last comment that that one of the most powerful questions we can ask is how may I serve you in some way now a lot of people when I tell them that they think geez Kevin if I ask people that all the time they're going to keep me busy all day long and I'm going to be giving away all this free advice and stuff that I used to no 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 no. By the way, most people that you ask that question to, they'll be so taken aback by it, they won't even know how to respond. But, Absolutely, yeah. But you, but you will find that huge doors of opportunity swing on little tiny hinges. And most people will respond to that question with, you know, I don't know, but thanks for asking. And now you've completely positioned yourself as a, as a giver and not a taker. You're, you're somebody who's saying, you know, if I can ever help you in some way, I'm off. I'm I'm extending my hand in friendship. Just let me know how I could help you. And and you actually touched on something in your comment there that I, if I can dig a little deeper into it, I think it would serve your listeners well. Sure. You mentioned that you connect with people, let's say on LinkedIn, typically people that you already know. What I would suggest is that people sit down with a piece of paper, take out a legal pad. A legal pad is one of the most incredible inventions ever invented. I don't care how smart your iPhone is. I don't care if you've got a Mac or a PC. Take out, go old school, go paper, baby. Take out a legal pad and a pen and sit down and write on the top of that legal pad, draw a line down the middle, and on the left-hand side, write business, and on the right-hand side, write personal. And then take maybe... 10 or 15 minutes, and just think of, okay, in my business life, who are the top 12, 15, 20 people that are important to me? And they might fall into different categories. Number one, if you have a job, your boss would fall into that category. So write your boss's name down. Write your peers that are very important to you doing your work. Write those people down. If there's people that are outside of your business but still have some impact in your business, those people should go there. If there are people that you want to become your clients but they're not your clients yet, write them in there. Take some of your best clients, write them in there, and come up with a list of some people that are important in your world on your, in your business life. And then do the same thing on your personal side. Obviously, if you're married, one of them would be your spouse. It would be your family. It would be your friends. And what's interesting is a lot of people actually don't have close friendships. They have acquaintances 
We don't have enough time to get into it on this call today, but I teach a whole program about strategic relationship management, about really figuring out, you know, who are the people that are, are in our world that are most important that we need to build stronger relationships with and how do we do that? So once you come up with a dozen or so people in both of those categories, then what I would suggest is that you need to mark down either in your Franklin planner or on your iPhone with an alarm or an outlook with a, with a, with a, uh, some kind of a, a, an alarm every two to three or four weeks. I typically do it every 15 to 30 days. Every 15 to 30 days, how can I touch these people in such a way that I stay top of mind, but not in a buy my product, buy my product, I'm going to bug the crap out of you till you buy something from me kind of fashion, but in a how can I add value to you or at least acknowledge that you exist and you're important to me? So when you go on LinkedIn and you identify those people in their profiles, you can probably see their birthdays. I would suggest you send them a birthday email or a postcard or a physical card on their birthdays. You could see what they do for fun. Do they golf? Do they fish? Do they ski? Do they like crossword puzzles? What do they like? How hard would it be for you to take 15 minutes in the morning? Take a handful of people that are important to you or should be important to you, do a little bit of research on them, see that somebody likes to golf, do a quick 30-second Google search on golf and email them a link and saying, hey, I saw this information about golfing, upcoming whatever. I thought you might find it interesting. And again, I'm going a little bit long here, but this is a big subject that will produce massive, massive income and just joy for you if you will do it. Very few people take the time to strategically look at their life to see which relationships are the most important and have a system to cultivate and enhance those relationships. So before I go too much farther, does that make sense so far? Yeah, that, that's a, that is awesome. That's a really good way to look at it. And, and you're talking really about systemizing it in a way so that it becomes a new habit. Yeah, I actually teach a program. I created a program called the Strategic Relationship Management System, where I go into corporations and I show them how to do this. Typically, sales forces hire me to do this, but I show them how to identify, number one, the, 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 the people that are most important in different areas, clients, prospects, whatever, um, and then how to touch them and stay top of mind. And kind of where I'm going with all this is where we're going to go in a couple minutes because you originally asked about how do we leverage status updates on LinkedIn. That's where I'm leading to with all this. I'm just I'm setting the table as to why it's important before I show you how to do it. Mm -hmm. um, um, but yeah, but most people most people spend more time planning their summer vacation than they do figuring out how to map out their strategic relationships, which will only give them all the joy and money that they'll ever want in their life. Yeah, right. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's insane. And when you really think about it, it's nuts, but they don't teach this stuff in school. They teach you the Pythagorean theorem and who wrote Catcher in the Rye and the, you know, the, the periodic table of elements. And I'm not beating up school I'm just saying that most people need to figure out that they need to figure out their own curriculum for success, and, and this, the education system is not going to teach it to you. That's right. Yeah, it's kind of funny because you were talking. You reminded me of when I was in high school, we had to memorize a poem, mm -hmm. and it was an old, old English poem called Death Be Not Proud. Mm -hmm. Beautiful poem. And five years later, I ran into one of my former grade 12 colleagues, 
and he said, Scott, he said, do you remember that poem? I go, yeah. He says, we had to get up in front of the whole class and repeat it from memory. I says, yes, I remember that, and I know that. He says, totally freaked me out to the point where I can still recite it. (laughs) 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 You know, but I don't think it really had much other benefit other than that, right? Right. Right. And, and it sounds like I'm beating up education, and I'm not. Education is important, but education doesn't end when you graduate from school. Actually, graduation is called commencement. And commencement, if you look it up in the dictionary, means to begin. You're, com- you're, you're commencing. You so start learning something. Exactly. So most people think, oh, I got out of high school or college, man. I'm never opening another book again. And they have all the evidence to prove they've never opened another book again. When in reality, that's when it begins. That's when life begins. See, people need to become a student of life. When you become a student of life, the whole world is your classroom. And every interaction with another human being is an opportunity to learn. And even if it's only just to learn patience, right? But there's, there's no, the entire world is a classroom if you always have the mind of a student. That's right. And the yeah. fact of the matter is, is if you, I don't know any job that someone gets where they don't hand them this huge, massive 500-page manual and say, okay, you know, here's the health and safety manual, you know, you have to know it, or here's the, you know, here's how the machines work, you have to know it, or, and so she goes, right? Right. Just, uh, maybe they do videos more now or something else, but I mean, they just spend a lot of time learning, so... Uh, that's and that's and that's what we're doing because we're really you know we're sharing information here that's going to help people learn how to use LinkedIn better and I think that's really exciting. Well, I think that one thing that that your listeners would be well served to pick up and read is a book written in the '30s by a guy named Dale Carnegie called "How to Win Friends and Influence People." And actually, everything that I do as it relates to social media comes directly out of how to win friends and influence people in one way, shape, manner, or form. In that book, it starts with the first chapter is summarized in five words. Don't criticize, condemn, or complain. So you'll never see me post anything on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Twitter that's me criticizing, condemning, or complaining. Number two, give honest and sincere appreciation. Well, we're just talking about that. We're talking right now about figuring out what somebody's birthday is, figuring out do they like to golf, figuring out what their wife's, you know, whatever is, and that's showing sincere and honest appreciation. So I think it's ironic that when I get, you know, I get paid all this money to travel around the world and teach these companies all this social media stuff, but what I'm really teaching them is time-tested, proven, relational, interpersonal networking and sales skills that were created hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. Because technology will keep changing, but human nature never changes. It doesn't matter how many Facebook friends you have or how many connections you have on LinkedIn or how many people are following you on Twitter. What matters is are you developing that those relationship skills because, you know, whether it's Spring, summer, winter, fall, Republican, Democrat, Canada, USA, black, white, green, old, young, whatever. At the end of the day, your success, our success is going to come down to our relationship skills, not to our product knowledge. That's right. That's right. And so how to create relationship is one of the biggest problems that we that really that we have today. I mean, 
we're not teaching it to our children, that's for sure. I was in a uh, coffee shop the other day, and I looked over, and I saw this uh, father with his two sons, and the sons were in the you know, six to eight range. And I thought, oh, how's that? that's really nice. You know, there's dad, he's has spending time with his kids. And then I took a second look, and he was reading the paper, and the two kids had little iPhone-type things that they were tapping away at playing games. And I thought, well, no uh, social interaction going on here, is there? <laughs> well, it's um, yes, you're you're absolutely correct. So it, it takes it's it's up to us to make sure that we're teaching our kids and our our peers this stuff. So, is it okay if if I give you some tips on how to use status updates on LinkedIn? Yes, that would be great. So right now I'm looking at my LinkedIn homepage and you were talking about the status updates that you were seeing that look boring. Yes. And you're and you're correct. A lot of them are boring. So let me show you and let me explain to your listeners how they could perhaps make them not so boring or see stuff that's not so dry. When you're on your homepage on LinkedIn, right there in the center, you're going to see a place where it says all updates, shares and more. Do you see that Scott? Yes. If you hover your cursor over the word more, you're going to see a drop-down menu there that says groups, applications, answers, recommendations, and so on. So what this allows you to do is it allows you to filter through all the status updates to find specifically what you might see value in. So what I typically do is I go in here in the morning because I'm a big believer in just people spending 15 to 20 minutes in the morning on LinkedIn – And one of the things I do is I put my cursor over that, and then I go down to where it says, let's just for fun, let's just go to recommendations. And if I click on recommendations... So I'm under more, I see share groups, profiles, jobs, see additional views, customize RSS. uh, You don't see one that says recommendations? No. Okay, tell me what you see again. Share groups, profiles, jobs, see additional views, customize RSS. Okay, so different, different. And do you see a place under there where it says "See Additional Views"? Yes. Click on that. Tell me what you see when you when you click on that. Category view, connection view, your updates, all updates. Okay, so there's a lot of different things in there, and and LinkedIn is a software tool, just like all social media platforms are. So it's not uncommon for you and I to be seeing something perhaps a little bit different than each other right now. Yeah. That that can drive you crazy, but it just is what it is. So if you look at where it's – do you see the one that says shares? Yes. If you click on shares, what that's going to show you is it's going to, it's going to filter through all those bajillion status updates. Yeah. And, and it's only going to show you – the things that people have been posting, it's not going to show you who just got connected to who or who just got a new job. It's going to show you what they're literally posting on their status update in chronological order with the most recent one at the top. So I just clicked it, and here I can see two seconds ago one of my connections just posted something. One minute ago one of my connections posted something. Do you see something similar on yours? Yeah. So now – You could see the people that you're connected to on LinkedIn. You could see what's going on in their world, and they're posting stuff. Now, don't take what I'm about to say as manipulative. That's not the intention here. But how difficult would it be or how easy would it be in the morning to take 60 or 90 seconds 
and just find a couple things that people are posting that you find interesting and just click the like button or just click or just type in there, hey, thanks for posting that interesting link to that article. Now, again, don't do this in a manipulative fashion just to be slick. Do it from sincerity. If somebody posted something as dry as dirt and as boring as listening to grass grow, you're not going to type in there, hey, thanks so much for posting that. But it takes so little to touch people. So when I said earlier, every 15 to 30 days, you need to be touching these people, that a touch could be something as simple as liking something that they put on their LinkedIn wall. And most people nowadays, they're posting stuff and they're wondering, is anybody even seeing this? I'm posting this. Why am I posting this? Is this getting any traction out there? When you take the extra five or 10 seconds to actually like what somebody posted and then just type in there, hey, thanks a lot for posting that. Hope you're having a great week. Rock on, Kev, or whatever. They're going to see that and they're going to go, hey, that was really nice. Somebody actually saw that. So what's funny is people, I think a lot of times people are trying to learn all these highfalutin, realigning the planets, quantum physics type of strategies, when in reality, the simplest strategy is just be a little nicer. Yeah, and it doesn't take any time at all to go through and find a couple that you like. And I just did it as you're talking. It's so, it's so simple. It's so simple. And, and, but almost nobody will do it. And the reason they won't do it isn't because they're bad people. It's just they've never been taught how to build relationships. Most people go through life with this position. Enough about you. Let's talk more about me. Me, 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 me. Enough about you. Let's talk about me. And, they, and they're, you know, they're, every human being is a beautiful divine creation of God designed for greatness, but they don't, they don't teach this stuff. And unfortunately, most people have never been taught this in their homes, in their churches, in their places of work, anywhere. So it doesn't surprise me that they don't know how to build endless pipelines or referrals because they're always just talking about themselves instead of paying it forward and touching other people and adding value. So in the morning, get on LinkedIn, open up your status updates. One of the fun things that I do, when you open up, when you hold your cursor over more, do you see one there that says photos? No. Do you see one that says profiles? Yes. If you click on profiles, that's going to show you what that person has just changed in their profile. So if somebody just added a new picture or somebody just added a new job or somebody just linked their Twitter account or somebody just changed their phone, it would be so simple to just type in there, hey, congrats on the new job or, hey, your picture looks good. You still look you still look younger than me or whatever you want to say, you know, just but you're just touching people. And that's the key. Now, people that come from a, a limited mindset, they think touching people means bugging them and trying to sell them something or spamming them. That is not what I am saying. I am saying touch people in a non-intrusive, non-salesy, non-stalkerish. Do the little things that almost nobody else does, like show appreciation, and you completely differentiate yourself from everybody else. Yeah. And that's true on LinkedIn and Facebook and as you're walking down the street. Absolutely. And that's why you can't – when people – you just can't outrun your character. However you are offline, you're pretty much going to be that way online. So when I suggested earlier that your listeners pick up How to Win Friends and Influence People, that book will change your life if you actually implement it. If you actually do what Dale Carnegie taught, 
both online and offline. And don't forget to do it in your house, because if you're nicer to strangers than you are your wife and your kids, you got an issue. So if you're if you if you do what he taught, you will live the most rich life. And I mean that word rich in it's financial, health, joy, physical. You'll live a rich life because you just you're you're nothing but a just a happiness generator everywhere you go. People want to be around you because you're you're like a walking, talking burst of positivity. So I, I apologize, Scott, if I'm kind of going down rabbit holes. I know we're talking about LinkedIn, but all this stuff interconnects. It does. It's, we're talking about life. We're not talking about LinkedIn. We're talking about how to build a no like trust reputation so people want to do business with you. That's absolutely right. So, Kevin, if somebody wants to know more about the stuff you're up to or where you're traveling to and speaking and uh, how to connect with you, uh, what should they do? Thank you for asking. Well, I'm, I'm very easy to find. They can Google my name, Kevin Knebel, K-N-E-B-L, or they can go to kevinknebel.com. They could sign up for my newsletter. They could sign up for my blog updates. They could connect with me at my website. There's links to LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, and my YouTube channel. So they can, they can definitely connect with me on all those platforms. I'm a, I'm a pretty friendly guy, so I'm extending my hand in friendship. If anybody's a friend of yours, they're automatically, by extension, a friend of mine. And I, I, I just I want to add as much value to your friends as I possibly can. And I hope they take me up on that, and I hope they ask me to prove it. So I'm sticking my hand out in friendship and saying I don't know what I could do to add value to you, um, but I'm letting you know that if there is something I can do, I'm happy to do it. Uh, they can friend me on Facebook. So I'm very, very easy to find, and um, and I'm all about paying it forward. So thank you for asking. And I feel like we've, we've, again, just scratched the tip. We haven't even talked about how to leverage groups, the question and answer functions, the company function, the news feeds all the other stuff that's available on LinkedIn. But um, there's so, so it's such a big topic and it's such an exciting topic. So I guess we're going to have to get together again uh, <laughs> after you've finished doing all the traveling you're going to be doing for the next <laughs> month and, and get into some of the other more, in, uh, not more exciting, but other exciting areas of LinkedIn. Well, I'm happy to do that. I would love to do that. And, and we can do that when I'm on the road too. You know, the, I spend some time in some hotel rooms, so there's always ways to do that. Um, but if people listen to the the podcast we did previously on LinkedIn and then they listen to this podcast also, there's enough nuggets in these two podcasts for them to chew on for quite some time. And, and again, people shouldn't treat LinkedIn the way they treat a gym on January 1st. They shouldn't think, you know, hey, it took me 30 years to get this out of shape. I'm going to get back in shape in the next 30 minutes. No, you're just going to pull a muscle. If all they did was get on LinkedIn in the morning for 15 or 20 minutes and start doing some of the things that you and I are discussing here, they're going to open up a whole world of opportunities in business, in their personal life. They're going to open up ways to find more clients, to find another job. By the way, we can talk about this one on another podcast. My record for helping somebody find a job is eight minutes. Wow. It's not eight weeks or eight months or eight years, and I'm not talking a flipping burgers job. This is a highly specific job that a person called me up and said they needed help finding. We found them the actual job in eight minutes. They had the interview the next day. They had the job 48 hours later. So maybe on another podcast, we could talk about how to leverage LinkedIn for job search purposes. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So Awesome. 
Well, Kevin, a, thank you very much for joining us. I really appreciate it. We've kind of run out of time, so uh, I do appreciate I know that you're heading off and you're doing a lot of speaking and a lot of traveling the next few weeks, and so I want to wish you safe travels and, and good luck. I'm sure the audiences will be giving you standing ovations <coughs> and, uh, <laughs> and really learning a lot from, from what you have to share because you're a real fountain of knowledge, and I'm very grateful and appreciative of the fact that you're taking this time and sharing your knowledge with me and the fact that I can then share it with with the uh, subscribers to the Internet Marketing uh, Unleashed podcast is just a, just a bonus. So thank you very much. Well, thank you, Scott. It's an honor. And everybody, we'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Internet Marketing Unleashed. And have a great day. And if there's any way that I can assist you, just let me know. And connect with us on LinkedIn, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.